The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. I remember being taught in Sunday school that the Roman Catholic distinction between moral and venial sins was artificial and without basis in the Bible. I still recall our teacher using an inflated balloon as an object lesson. A pinprick would explode this balloon, he said. But a prick from a sharp pen would also explode this balloon. The point that he was trying to teach us was that a sin is a sin is a sin. Before God, who is absolutely holy and righteous, all kinds of sins, whether big or small, are detestable. There is a good amount of truth in this lesson. It is true that, as the prophet Habakkuk puts it, the Lord God is of purer eyes than to see evil and cannot look at wrong. Even so, experience tells us that while all sins are offensive to God, yet not all sins have the same gravity or seriousness. A little child's lie about a broken vase is not of the same gravity as a serial killer's string of cold-hearted murders in the city. We reject the Roman Catholic conception that there are certain mortal sins that would automatically consign one to hell, and other less serious venial sins that would not. But we must not think that all sins are the same. Question 83 of the Catechism asks, Are all transgressions of the law equally heinous? Answer, Some sins in themselves, and by reason of several aggravations, are more heinous in the sight of God than others. In Luke chapter 12, verses 42 to 48, Jesus tells a parable that illustrates how not all transgressions of the law are equally heinous. And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that servant says to himself, My master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servants, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and will cut him up in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And that servant who knew his master's will but did not get ready or act according to his will, will receive a severe beating. 
But the one who did not know and did what deserved the beating will receive a light beating. Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. The extent of our knowledge of God's demands dictates the extent of obedience that we owe to the Lord. While ignorance of the law excuses no one, knowing what is right and still doing the opposite is more heinous and therefore deserving of greater discipline from the Lord. As James chapter 4 verse 17 reminds us, Whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Not all sins are the same, but the remedy of all sins is the same. Thankfully, the good news is that for our sake God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Because Christ who was sinless took upon himself our sin as he died on the cross, we who are united to him by faith are now freed from the dominion of sin and enabled by grace to grow not only in our knowledge of God's laws, but also in our keeping of them. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.